0: Thanks for listening to CarCast on Podcast One.
1: Well, what do we talk about in this episode, man? Well, we're going to keep
0: an eye on an Icon Bronco and bring a trailer, and we're going to get into uh, Genesis, a GV60 EV vehicle, and uh, the, uh, the result of the Formula Atlantic versus Indy debate we had uh, last week.
1: Very satisfying. <laughs> first, there's Trico. Over a century ago, Trico was the first to make wiper blades. That's right innovation man and they've been a step ahead of mother nature ever since trico engineers they study specific driving conditions so uh you're ready for anything i don't care if it's raining actual cats and dogs trico is ready for you Whatever the weather, Trico wipers maintain maximum windshield contact. No matter what your driving habits, you'll always find the right wiper blade for your vehicle. And that is why everyone here uses Trico and the people who know their way around cars. And that's us. Swear by Trico. Trico, the future of wipers since 1917. That's right. Going back over 100 years to find a store near you. And see the latest offers. Visit tricocatsanddogs.com. That is tricocatsanddogs.com. Yeah, get it on. Got to get on the church. But get, them and get it on. And welcome to Carcast Madam Corolla. That's Matt, the moderator, Deandria over there. Hello. How you doing? I'm busy. But good. good. Yeah? How's about you? Good.
0: Busy as well. As you, I just got back from a, a little business trip to Vegas last night and uh, yeah. came uh, back in here ready to do it.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> weird. I, yeah, I, I, quick, little quick trip. I, I grew up, you know, I didn't have a lot of hard work and entrepreneurial types in my family. It's like I grew up, my grandmother had one job. She worked yep. at the VA. It started at nine in the morning. It ended at five thirty, and that was it. There was no yeah. weekends. Yeah, there, was okay. no travel, there was no travel. There's no. There's no anything. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's better because the new world order is kind of interesting because you don't have to work evenings or weekends or travel, but it's always on the table. Mm-hmm. And for my grandmother, it was never on the table. Yeah, There was never anything to do on a Saturday. The VA's closed. Yeah, right, She's not right. going there. You I know mean, what I mean?
0: I, and it's just different for, for
1: other people, for everybody. I like Call the hustle. Losers. I like
0: the hustle. I liked going out there. You know, I went out for a trade show I've never been to before mm-hmm. uh, for Bravago, our drink, and work the booth and see if we can sign some distributors, get it out there. It was good. It was a good event.
1: Um, all right. Well, we got a lot of car news stuff breaking, we'll get to that first. Yeah. And hot uh, Formula Atlantic follow-up <laughs> talk too. Let but, me uh, uh, let me hit
0: Geico first. Uh, whether you own your home or rent your home, we know it can be a lot of hard work. But you know, it's easy. It's bundling your policies with Geico. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. And we know that's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home already. So just go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today.
1: All right. Now, um, so we got... Some of the stuff we're looking at is uh, Genesis is announcing uh, some SUVs and all electric SUV and stuff like that. I got to tell Everything's you. Everything's
0: electric. Everything's going electric.
1: I got to tell you, I, I, I've, I passed by a Genesis on the highway, the big truck we talked about, the yeah. one you took to Vegas, sort of looks like a Range Rover. I was just driving down the freeway. It just caught my eye. It's like, that's a good looking vehicle.
0: Yeah. And everybody says Bentley. He goes, "Is that a Bentley?" It's like, yeah, eh, and it's not. But everybody, but Genesis sure loves that. You think it's Genesis a Bentley.
1: is doing a lot of a lot of nice stuff, and maybe, just maybe, here's a here's an analogy. Um, S, so let's talk about sort of SUVs versus uh, flat panel TVs. <laughs> um, flat panel TV would be like you know, well, you got to go with the Sony if you want the good one, and and there was a lot of that. Now, it's pretty much based on size. It's not really, I don't really care who's manufacturing it. It's just, what can I...
0: You're right. There's a few specs that
1: you'd look for, but everything's pretty good I want to get the best price I can get on an 85-incher. You know, that's where most people are, and... It's because everything's digital now. There's just no moving parts, you know, mm-hmm. and and they can be kind of competitive. And I feel like with these cars, especially the interior, and I, I know it's made of metal and leather and everything else, but I, I don't know if it's the computer. It is just back in the day. And I'll say this about the, the Ford Explorer. I saw a new one, like a sport one, you know, it's like. The gap between a Range Rover and a Ford Explorer or a Jeep Cherokee was a wide gap. It was like, well, you can get the Explorer, you know, we're talking about mid nineties or, or 2002 or something Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. You could go with the Jeep or the Ford Explorer and you could save yourself 31 grand, but when you get inside, it's going to be a lot of plastic and a lot of shit. It's going to be kind of like you're inside a truck, you know, it's not going to feel like, like the Range Rover feels. And that that chasm has been narrowed a lot. Yeah. From the inside and the outside. Yeah. Like it has. You look at a, one of those Ford Explorer, you know, plus or sport or whatever, like you just catch it out of the corner of your eye. It looks pretty damn good. And then you poke your head in the window and it's like, it looks pretty good too. <laughs> yeah. And the Genesis and everything, whatever, you know, whoever the marquee, you know, Mercedes or, you know, a BMW, whoever's making, a, uh, uh, Range Rover, whoever's making the high-end stuff, I don't know they've shrunk that chasm a lot. And, it, and like I and, said, you could drive an old Explorer, but that was a choice yeah. you would have to make, and you were going to rough it a little bit.
0: And there's there's not a lot of talk about, like you don't hear in the conversations of people going, oh, this is a, a Kia or a Genesis EV, and here's a Porsche EV. You don't hear a lot of Well, who's making the batteries for that guy? Who's making batteries for that guy? You know, or like who's making the electric motor, or where are they sourcing the parts from? Like, that never really comes up. It's just kind of like it's an EV. Like it kind of works. Like you're looking at the quality of the vehicle, and you're looking at the brand name, the quality of the brand, and the warranty. And you're a little less like, where are the batteries coming from? Right. right. Like before, we'd be like. You know, is uh, what what guts were in it, you know? But now you don't. And yeah. things like interiors and stuff, it was always about, like, what's the best premium leather? But so many car companies are going toward, like, leather alternatives. They're going for the green factor or sustainability. And so now there's all sorts of different materials and patterns and feels. And I want to say Polestar, right? The Volvo, like, spinoff brand that's uh, going Seen public. a couple on the road. They don't use – I believe that's the brand that's like, we don't use leather. We're doing different stuff, but you're going to love the interior. And then you start to think, oh, I do like it. you know. And you're like, I don't know if it's cheaper than leather, more expensive than leather, but it's really nice. <laughs>
1: well, the diamond stitching is free. <laughs>
0: well, the diamond stitching is free, and it's interesting that you brought that up because Genesis has announced this small electric SUV. It's a crossover. It's the GV60. And you look at the photos. You're like, I get it. It's kind of small. It's got a good design to it. It's got that uh, the same kind of headlight taillight on the on the larger Genesis that you mentioned. Then they show the interior and they nail it with the diamond stitch interior and the really good uh like knurled knobs and stuff everywhere that match the you know the uh, AC vents and 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 stuff and uh it just looks good. Like look at we're looking at a picture. Look at that interior and you wouldn't think I mean, Genesis is supposed to be the luxury brand for you know for Kia and, uh, but it looks good. So this is going to have like a two motor or a two wheel a rear wheel drive and an all wheel drive version. Uh, The max range, which will obviously be the slowest, lightest weight version, I think is about two eighty six miles. Nice. And the high performance version of this little thing will do 060 in about four seconds, maybe, maybe a little mm-hmm. less. Well, the
1: future's here. And, uh, it's kind of cool looking. Yeah. It, you know, to me, it was always, I, I mean, that was always my beef. I was always getting into American cars going, what's up with the interior? Why aren't you guys just, just copy it? And you know, you know what kind of taught me early on? Cause everyone was always kind of like, Price point, price point, price point. It's like, yeah, the the front seats are 14 inches thick. Why is that cheaper than making it six inches thick or more streamlined? You know, one of the cars or one of the companies that kind of got me to think that way was Volkswagen. Volkswagen in the 80s, in the mid 80s, even their lower level you know everything was lower level, you know Jetta's and rabbits and stuff like that. The interior wasn 't insulting like the just the button for the hazard mm-hmm. was nice, you yeah, know okay. the seats were a little more streamlined and had a little bigger bolsters on the, on the side it It looked a little sportier, it just didn 't look that tinny and hollow and shit and then you 'd see like an eighties camaro and you 'd go, "What the fuck you know and <laughs> yeah. then my whole thing was. Don't give me the price point thing because the Jetta is cheaper than the Camaro. So why can't you guys just do something that's closer right. to that? I'm not saying I've seen what a Bentley looks like and I've seen what a Mercedes looks like. I'm not saying do that. I'm saying do whatever Volkswagen is doing with their cheap cars. Make it its design yeah. more than it is the actual expense. You know.
0: Yeah, and that's where it's really where the car companies feel like they stepped up their game first it, it did start with design companies were hiring good designers and putting more effort into the design and little less just like hey it's a pedestrian car it's cookie cutter like let's just do it you know it's just volume it's like it's for people who don't care about driving <laughs> you know and they just have to do it and now it's a little bit like uh eh, you know why not get something that that looks good it makes you feel good about driving <coughs> it but
1: all right. Anyway, so I like some,
0: that. I like that, uh, the Genesis.
1: I do, too. I think their whole brand is good. Their whole line is good. All right. So uh, hot hot news about Formula Atlantic versus uh, Indy at um, Long Beach, right? Yeah. And now this is the obviously the vintage Formula Atlantic cars, Atlantic, because they don't have new Formula Atlantic cars. I don't, I don't think that's I don't a know. series. They would have to be from the— <laughs> Probably from the '80s. Um, so here's the question: Who's doing a faster lap time?
0: Right. Yeah. Who is doing the faster lap time?
1: And you know, the Formula Atlantic probably had like a straight Cosworth, you know, two-liter <laughs> something with side draft Webers or something, and a header. Like I don't, I don't think they're putting down a lot of horsepower. I don't think Formula Atlantic had turbos or V8s or anything. I think Formula Atlantic was like a straight Cosworth. I don't know. Now Chris can look and see if Formula Atlantic, what the, what the power plant was. So they were definitely down on horsepower, but they had big tires yeah. and they were light. Yeah. And it's a tight track. So what's your prediction?
0: I. That's a tough one because the – the IndyCars now are just so advanced and they're so quick on the straights that I I think it's close, but I think the the Indy cars are quicker.
1: I'm gonna go Formula Atlantic, not okay. because I think so, just, <laughs> just because, because I'll pick. This be a, be a lame lame argument. I'll, I'll be a contrarian. <laughs> All right, so what's our da- Where's our data from, Ryan? All right, so
2: the data for the Formula Atlantic that was a tough one to find, but I found it. Um, we got a website called. Racemonitor.com. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah.
2: And it says that the fastest lap time was performed by Todd Willing in a 1974 Chevron B27. 74. And the best time was 1 minute 26 seconds yeah, .958. Okay. So there's actually a 17 second difference. The F1 that had the fastest time uh, was Pat- Patricio Oware o- o- for Team Aero McLaren SP best time was a minute and 9 seconds point
0: .1 okay but you got an <laughs> f1 number <laughs>
1: or sorry sorry i didn't
0: mean f1 i meant indy i meant you indy. indy my bad all right, meant indy. All
1: right when was the uh, indy number laid down the, uh, the guy laid down that guy was driving a 74 yeah that's a that's 50 years old man yeah i yeah i'm curious what the with the i'm here's what i'm curious well here's how this started they had the Formula Atlantic race before they had the Indy race. Indy
0: just recently at the Grand Prix. Right. Longfish, so right? I that wanted to find
1: out what the fastest Indy lap was from two weeks ago. Not not necessarily fastest ever. Yeah. But the fastest yeah. from two weeks ago because they shift tire sizes and and intakes and horsepower and stuff stuff right. moves around. And we around need a to know bit. what year that Formula Atlantic car laid down that.
0: Lap time no, because running, it could get, be do they have to run on vintage tires or they can run modern no. tires?
1: Interesting, right? So, Different what was concept. the indie time from two weeks ago? That's do we know that? that's the question?
0: The indie time from
2: that—that that, that is that the is indie time
1: from two weeks ago. Oh, it yeah. is all right. So, he did a what do you say a one, seven? one minute,
2: nine seconds, point point Wow. One. And it looks like he didn't finish the race. Also, just for reference, the fastest time ever was in 2018, and that was a minute, seven seconds, point five five.
1: Wow, that's cooking. Who did that, you know?
0: Yeah, that was Joseph Newgarden. Yeah, well, wow.
1: uh, he's fast.
0: We know he's, I think he came in second at the race and the points <clears throat> this season.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, the Indy uh, whooped up on the Formula Atlantic. I stand corrected, but 1974, man.
0: Uh, well, that's the thing. It's like, what... What would have, what would indie car or indie equivalent would, would have run years ago, you know, versus
1: now? Because we don't know. Oh, what would a nineteen seventy four indie car? Do? Yeah, 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 it'd yeah, probably be quite a bit slower, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh,
0: and now it starts to think about what do those sports cars do? Like what did, what did Newman do back in the day? At, he crashed. In, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he crashed. And Fitzy, he, I think Fitzy crashed too.
1: He dive bombed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he just he did this stupid thing where they're just going down that back straight, and he just dive bombed everyone, and he was never making it out of that turn. Yeah, took Irv Hare, I think, out.
0: So, so around that track, the indie cars are the fastest things out there. I don't think there's anything else that they put on that track that is faster. But I, to your point, it's not a huge difference between. Vintage Formula Atlantic cars and modern day best of the best technology indie cars.
1: Yeah, no, <laughs> you're you're right in that uh, a Formula Atlantic the car was a '74, but we don't know what year they they laid it down. But '74? They, they do this year? Yeah, that was, oh, was that was, was this year. year. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that was this year. Also, yeah. just
2: for reference, again, all the cars were from the '70s. Nothing. Oh, higher, nothing lower. made
1: it in the '80s. Yeah, yeah. '70s cars. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the real question is, what would an IndyCar have done in in, uh, in, in '74? 70s.
0: And then, of course, you wouldn't know to, to look this up, but what is the tire that they're running now, right? Do they call Roger Krause and be like, I need to run something vintage spec? Or is he like, no, no, this is what we're all running now. There's just, everybody wants well, the from, same from thing. Well, from what
1: I know, from whatever experience I have, somebody said here's the tire you got to run. Yeah. Or, or sometimes they'll go, you can run this tire, you can run that tire, but you can't run the other tire.
0: Yeah. Well, whatever, this guy was the fastest time of the weekend, so he's probably running the best of the tire options, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I, I wish we you know, were in, in the vaccination line so we can go <laughs> in and see those damn things. All we can do is hear them from the, from, from, uh, uh, from the road out front. But anyway, it's kind of interesting to Did they to run
1: them. a Cosworth in those Maxipata? Yes, they did.
0: Yeah. Oh, wow.
2: Good call. Also, w- Wikipedia yeah. says uh, that they run Cooper Atlantic Championship racing slicks and rain tires. That, that's mm-hmm. the okay. standard. Good okay. to know. Yeah, they they either do the Cosworth BDD engine or the Toyota four AGE engine.
1: Mm, yeah. Either way, it's a straight four and it's naturally aspirated and it just maybe two liter two two something like that two four they they just can't be putting down i mean they probably get 305 horsepower out of a 222 two, two.
0: Out of something that weighs nothing
1: you know yeah. 30% of the weight of that thing
0: is the driver
1: right <laughs> you That's know a good like point. when you
0: start getting into it it'll be interesting to see when the race comes back around in april right cuz it's oh, going right. to you know what's going to be the vintage race like what's What's the marquee or you know what's the theme for the vintage race?
1: It it'd be a good thing to look into because we're local and yeah. maybe there's a car to bring down there.
0: Yeah, that is, yeah, that is an interesting
1: thing that runs. Minimum weight <laughs> is uh Yeah. <laughs> minimum weight is uh twelve thirty, by the way, with the driver. Wow, that's the minimum uh on a Formula Atlantic car. All right. Uh, what else we got?
0: I just wanted to mention this. I think as we're sitting here, it might have gone off, but, you know, we talk about Icon Broncos and Singer Porsches and kind of what, how, it's, how these modified vehicles have changed in value over the years, what they're worth with good quality stuff. Somebody yeah. bought an Icon Bronco. I think it was the 28th or 25th or 26th, I Saw it on main. Bring a Trailer. On Bring a Trailer. Should be ending any minute now. Last time I looked, it was over $200,000. It, it was a client and uh, consigned it to a dealer in Utah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Chris, maybe you could find it on Bring a Trailer as an Icon Bronco just to check in to see. Uh, maybe you could kind of run it in the background while we're doing the show, see if it sells. But I think it was two hundred one. Uh, and it maybe had about 30 minutes yeah it it, it
1: was in the uh yeah
0: so it's 210 it's got three minutes left we'll see if the timer reboots but i mean i don't know what the price range is on these things from 150 or 160 to about 200 if you bought one new and had it, you know kind of spec out and made from from icon so i mean what this guy puts five thousand miles on it sells it gets all his money back maybe more
1: yeah, I don't know uh, when Icon built this one. If it was number twenty-eight, it's probably it, it check
0: the first paragraph. I think it was in the first probably paragraph earlier of the.
1: Uh, I got to imagine it'd be more than two hundred now.
0: T- uh, twenty-eight, right there. First sentence. This was the twenty-eighth.
1: Right, but I don't know if, what year is that. Two thousand fifteen. I I don't know what year. It
0: yeah, got I, built. that's a good question. I don't know when it, when he, it was built. But
1: listen, you know, I don't like to talk about me being right all the time. But one of the cars we never talk about really on the air, or rarely, but we've talked about off the air, maybe a little on the air. But you've seen it. I've wa- I've looked at the spikers, and yeah. I went, that's no, a we, good-looking good car. A that's a good-looking car, yeah. and it's nice." And they just never got any traction. They never went anywhere. Mm-hmm. And five years ago, you get one for buck thirty or something like yeah. that. Those things are three fifty to four now.
0: Are they? I, I didn't know there were that the much. spiker open was a dealer for a while. We'd see them there.
1: Spiker just, I think one sold maybe at auction, but I think bring a trailer sold one. They're four hundred grand, and I looked at those cars all the time. Diamond stitching, yeah, a uh, lot of diamond stitching, uh, and, and a very <laughs> yeah. very nicely done. Yeah. And I just look at that car and go, why is this considered a stinker? Like, and people are like, we don't like it, and we didn't we didn't want it. Well, if you could have picked one of those things up, yeah, for. A buck 25 a few years they ago. Audi powered? Yes. Audi V8 mid engine. Mm-hmm. Um, those things are 400 grand now. And yeah. I think they're going, they're on the move because they didn't make very many of them. Yeah. And they're going to be one of those cars that people got sort of sucked in. Like I was just kind of looking at it going, I think it's pretty nice. This is pretty nice. And everyone else like, yeah, that's right. we're not interested. you know. Yeah. And they were selling for, I don't know, 200, 180. 225 or whatever, but they were down to like 130. They were kind of like Mangusta, kind of. It's kind of a range. baby Pagani,
0: right? Because, like, very sort of mechanical and exposed mechanics on the interior, the shifter linkage and stuff has a little bit of Pagani styling to
1: it. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, what it really looks like is that, um, ATC, whatever, you know, three liter, whatever the car I can never remember the name of that we love so the much. The ATS. The ATS. The ATS 2500G. ATS 2500. It, if you look at the car, you look yeah. at the intake yeah, and does. stuff and the shape of it and the dimensions, proportions and stuff, yeah. it looks like the ATS, which is probably with the, which also has a, small displacement, mid-mounted V8 yeah. in it, like the Audi. I think the Audi may be a four-liter V8, but you look at those cars and you go, oh, the Spiker and the ATS, they kind of look like the same car. And did one just go? I can't see the price up there.
2: 370750 at Audrain's.
1: 370. Yeah. Now picture the ATS with that right. intake on the side and stuff like that. You go, it's oh, almost yeah. like if
0: ATS did a modern car today, it would right. have a little, it would have quite a bit of that in it.
1: It would have yeah. quite a bit. So those things are knocking on the door of 400. I think one sold it, bring a trailer, Maxapata. but those things are getting up to 400 grand now. And by the way, it, they have a modern Audi engine in them, like, and probably drivetrain. Like, that's a car yeah, you I- could drive. You could take that thing up the coast, right? I think you could. I, I don't know what they're like to drive. I never really read much about
0: them. About being just like a dynamo on the track, I'm sure it's fine. But it, like you never, it's a, it's a, it's a stylistic I, 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 move. I think
1: it, it's a naturally aspirated Audi V8. You know, um, maybe four liter or four four or something like that. Um, I mean, you're talking about. Four hundred horsepower on a good day, maybe three three forty five or something. Like it's not a fire breathing engine. I bet the car's heavy. Yeah, and it doesn't have a ton of horsepower. I don't think it was. It wasn't. You know, it's no turbo Porsche. It it was more about the style and about pulling up to cars and coffee with a whole bunch of guys with. Lambos, and you pull that thing up, and like it's no one has. A, it's an eye catcher. Spiker, sure. by the way, in August, one sold on Bring a Trailer for four fifty.
0: Do we know what model it was? Do we know if if it was that model or the the C eight or there was a newer model? I don't know. Was it Aileron Lavalette, maybe? Yeah, yeah. I was it Aileron maybe? Yeah, they which is yeah. Cool. I don't know if they even made the second version or whatever version. Well, And they were going to make an SUV that looked like it.
1: The point is, like is a, everyone listen to me. All
0: right. It's, so, actually, there's one of the things I wanted to bring out because uh, it, uh, somebody asked me.
1: Uh, the Bronco's at 235. 235. I five. Yeah. Now
0: it reset the clock. It's going to keep going. Somebody asked me what your top 10 cars would be. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, let me take a shot at guessing what the top 10 was. I was kind of in a rush. I grabbed six. All right. But let's see if we can fill it out. So, I, I six cars that I off the top of my head, I actually said that ATS 2500 GT cuz we just came back totally. from Monterey. Love I got a Datsun car. 510, I got a Ferrari Lusso, a Lamborghini Miura, a Lamborghini 350 GT, and a Porsche 917.
1: Mm. That's good. Always gotta throw the uh, M one Pro car M1 in there, Pro the, car. the BMW. Right. Gotta write that down. I just M1 Pro love car. that car. I just okay. love the look of that car. Um so let's uh let's break it down. Well, I guess you'd have to go with the two hundred forty Z in there somewhere as well. Um, um in a in a weird way, the two thousand Roadster. It's just a always love those cars. Uh, it's getting a little dots and centric i know but uh the two not the 1600 roadster that's a pushrod yeah. engine but the 2 has got a big head on it it's not an l engine it's a u yeah. designation and it's got a big like racing ported head so on M1 it and one pro than, car ass 240
0: and uh the roadster 2000 yeah and then let's say we added one more to that
1: list well if we didn't change what i already we got a we gotta. There's a couple. We gotta. We gotta give a nod to the Ferrari 512 race car. Yeah, is that the 512 Maxi Is that the? That's the big flat boxer engine in the back. The big flat. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I. But but that's not the ah, shit. That's not the BB. That's not the. Yeah, this is the 512. Yeah, go go uh, one. Go to the right. One more. There you go. That, that could so be one of the baddest seventy. Yeah, that could be one of the baddest mobiles ever. Yeah. Right?
0: Yeah. So that was when people always ask that question, like what's the top ten favorite cars or whatever. My first reaction is I don't
1: want to answer this question. Then my second reaction
0: is in race trim
1: or streetcar? Because yeah, there's you, always a thing. You gotta right? go back and forth. I you gotta you gotta believe the nine thirty five. K three, yeah, is is pretty,
0: pretty, and, and pretty I,
1: high up. there. I know
0: when people ask the question, they mean street cars. So I always got to pick. You always got to think of few street cars mixed with racing cars. Of course, mm-hmm. Mira is always going to do great, right? Right. And now that ATS, which is just a cool car, the ATS twenty five hundred. Well, they made cool
1: seven of them, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah, and it's got a Ferrari-based, you know, I guess it's a four-cam V-eight. I mean, I it just I don't know what's cooler than that car.
0: It's a it's a, just a cool piece and a cool story. By the way, the Bronco, the Icon's up to two hundred fifty thousand. The clock reset. Yeah, so it's just, but it was two ten thirty minutes ago when the seller was like, "Oh man, it's right on the bubble of what I probably wanted." Now it's it's probably
1: doing better. Well, it's a it's a new world order, and it's kind of interesting. And I don't know what you think of this, but you know, we always had that you know, Chip Foose or Cal Customs or whoever that could build this celebrity a car, but then they'd get divorced and wouldn't be worth anything right, and right. St- stuff like that. And you know then Spike, uh, sorry, then um, what was that Porsche Icon and uh, singer, singer? I was doing Spiker and Singer. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Singer came along and 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 Icon came along and some other companies as well. And they started making cars, and they were they were hand built one off cars, but they still had a model. You, you know what I mean? It wasn't yeah. just Chip Foose you know, you bring Chip Foose something Mm -hmm. and he just Mm -hmm. does what he wants to do with it. You know, it was like, we're doing a 911. We're doing a Bronco. You you know what I mean? And I feel like that consistency added something to the value to it versus like, I got a, you know, a notchback Mustang 67. I'm going to bring it to Chip Foose and I'm going to have him trick it all out. It's one of one, but it's... you, you, you need some examples to trade, you know, set, set a mark, yeah. set a price in the marketplace. And if Chip Foose is going to make 25 different cars, we're never really going to get that. Right. And with, with Icon, I mean, obviously you have to do it right. Singer and Icon do it right. They go, okay, there's a market now. We yeah. know how much one costs new. We know how much one sold for and bring a trailer. We're setting a market. Which, which is nice because it's nice to have these boutique companies set sort of a, a market. It, it does, but it also makes you feel like
0: you're getting a really good quality $500,000 custom build for 200000 because that company plans to make 50 of them or something right, right? so right. now you're like oh because they're doing the cad work and the machine work and on you know on a billet grill like the icon's got a, a full on billet grill but right. what does that cost to do one what does it cost for him to make you know 35 of them right? right like there's that's where it starts to bring that price down but you still feel like you get hey i got a custom you know, five hundred thousand dollar build. Basically,
1: <laughs> it's uh, it's trick. It just trickles up. It's now uh, two hundred fifty two thousand dollars. Reset the clock.
0: Yeah, it's done that like three times now, which is always gets everybody fired up on a Trailer.
1: <laughs> All right, let me tell you about Mac Weldon. You're busy. Stop thinking about what to wear and embrace Mac Weldon's daily wear system: a selection of clothes with smart design, performance fabrics, built. To work together, from breathable T-shirts and polos to stylish button-ups and shorts, underwear, and beyond. I'm wearing one of their T-shirts right now, by the way. Uh, The stuff is high-end. The stuff is quality. And it's just everything they make. Well, it's kind of like the you know, it's kind of like the icon. <laughs> I,
0: I just they're picked just up making
1: good stuff. Now
0: I got the Mac Weldon sweatpants mm-hmm. and they're kind of like, they're nice. It's like a really good quality, almost kind of dressy kind of sweatpants and traveling like airport and like flying around. Super comfortable by the way.
1: Yeah. They got mm-hmm. the, uh, they got their ACE sweat shorts and they, uh, also have their, uh, silver knit polo radius shorts. It's all Mac Weldon, right, Matt?
0: Yeah, you know, buy some time this summer with the Mac Weldon Daily Wear System. For twenty percent off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com slash carcast and enter code pro- enter promo code CarCast. That's MacWeldon.com slash carcast. Promo code CarCast for twenty percent off. It's Mac Weldon, radically efficient wardrobing.
1: All right. Uh now we're still at two f- now we two hopped f- up to two, two, two fifty, fifty, fifty five. five.
0: Two fifty five. While we're watching that, I just want to do uh, a...
1: I just want to Give Chris yep. a little bit of homework, which is: What year did this thing sell, or what year was it manufactured? That's the that's the question.
0: Yeah, no, we know it's a '72 Bronco, but I'm what, not
2: I'm not sure. I'm highlighting it's like a copy and paste. Come on, man! <laughs> I know leave you.
0: Leave the man no, alone. It, it's got to be in the description, like what year yeah, did just, the seller acquire this vehicle? Right, like I, something. I or, feel
1: like they they're they're pretty thorough when they tell you, you know. About the car's history, and the thing must have been purchased or manufactured in 2016 or some right. version at, at, of that.
0: At the very least, we can do the math on it because Jonathan Ward brought like the first icon Bronco here to mm-hmm. CarCast. We could figure out when that happened and then right. figure he's doing a few a year or something, right?
1: Yeah, I don't know what number twenty-eight means. (laughs) Yeah, maybe I mean maybe it's
0: year two or three of whatever he did, but we can kind of figure it out from there if it's not in the description.
1: Uh, Yeah, well, it is curious. I mean, number twenty-eight is good, but it is curious that they don't say built in two thousand and
0: nineteen. I it's interesting because I think I saw, I think I saw, a few singer cars that are popping up that do have that. They, they would say something like, this is a singer from X year and it may be like had a Singer refresh in a different year. Like, a you know, if it's a it's a 15, and it's got a Singer refresh in 19.
1: Well, it, uh, for Singer especially, it's it's valuable information. It's, yeah. it's critical because they switched to this engine, you know, or this manufacturer for right. the engine, or they upgraded so-and-so and whatever. Alright, what, what were you going to say? I was
0: going to say, just kind of off-topic would be uh, uh, Jeff Bezos, you know, shot himself into space, and now he's doing it again uh, with other people he's got two paying clients, and I don't know why he keeps doing this like invitation thing of like, I'm going to pick somebody to go. He asked William Shatner if he wants to go to space, yeah. the Rocket man. Yeah. <laughs> Shatner's 90. And I was just telling Chris a while ago. Uh, uh, you know, we ran into Shatner at, at dinner one night, and then he invited us to his charity event, we sat with him there, and he's, he's spry. He's got a lot of energy, and I like him because he's a performer. Like he's done, he's not just like an actor; he's just a performer. Yeah, you know whether it's you know podcast or radio or film or TV or I assume some something on stage, Broadway. You know, just like he's just a performer. think like he's ninety.
1: Uh, well, a couple things. My dad's ninety, and he ain't performing. <laughs> he's not. That's, he's not ride horse down the street in a fucking chair somewhere right now. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. Number two, I went to some event. I can't even remember what the fuck it was, some sort of thing when I was on Discovery Channel or something. I I, have, I can't even remember. It was 10 years ago. But, you know, Shatner was 79, 78 at the time, yeah. whatever he was. He was the orator. He was like the master of ceremony. He just got up there. He was funny. He was yeah. articulate. Like he was on his feet. Like he. He kind of missed his calling as like an actor. He should have been a comedian, like a, a stand up. Like he, he really was funny and engaging and telling stories and like hitting jokes and punchlines and all that. And, and yeah. And also I, I think he sung the song Rocket Man.
0: Uh, yeah. I well, he had he, this album and he kind of. Talked it through, Rocket yeah. Man. Like I think he, kinda, he
1: covered Rocket Man, yeah, in 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 that in that album. And but I,
0: but Morris poetry, right? Right? Yeah, right?
1: right. <laughs> Which <laughs> is
0: fantastic.
1: But like if you're, you know it's, you know what's interesting, here's the interesting. So Shatner talked through it. Um, <laughs> at some point, Leonard Nimoy covered came out the album too. What what percentage? of the Star Trek cast dropped an album. Right. Because I'll bet you Hulu or – what was it? Hulu? Was it Hulu? <laughs> that, that's the Sulu. Sulu. That's the streaming yeah. service. Yeah, Sulu. <laughs> yeah. Sulu. Probably – I mean, they probably had uh, DeForest Kelly, the the Irish guy. Like, I'll bet you everyone dropped an album. Don Johnson did. Oh, yeah. That did. Johnson did. Heartbeat. Heartbeat. <laughs> Uh, well, but
0: so did uh, Eddie Murphy, though. But uh, sold. Yep, he likes to party all the that's time, right. all
1: the time, all the time. <laughs> Two fifty six is what the uh, Bronco, there you go. the, the Icon out Bronco.
0: Two fifty six. I think that's good money. I think that's really good money for that.
1: You know, I, I I feel like it's well bought and well sold. Yeah, like I just feel like that's a good, solid, fair price for that for that car. But we still still trying to figure out what year they it, did it's, it.
0: You, it It's a good price because if the seller bought it new, he made some money after enjoying it, which is exactly Mm -hmm. what Donald Osborne was talking about the other day. Mm -hmm. And then the buyer was like, I just got one. It's shaken down. I don't have to get on a waiting list.
1: Mm -hmm. I'll have it in 24 hours or or whatever, three days. Oh, we've Chris figured it out. 2015. So it's a six-year-old vehicle. All right. Uh, Yeah. How many who let's see (laughs) star trek cast shatner is going to go 66 miles
0: off the earth and float around for 10 minutes yeah and and i guess you get to unbuckle and just float around and be shatner for 10 minutes but it's also like they're going to run cameras like what is he going to say when he's up there it's going to be funny Mm -hmm. and witty Mm -hmm. and when he jumps out of that pod in the desert, someplace and lands wherever, like New Mexico, wherever they're landing, where Bezos land, mm-hmm. you know what is he going to do? What is he going to say? Like that's the entertaining part.
1: So, uh, Chris, it'd probably just be the top six or seven <laughs> cast members. We don't get, we don't have to get into the guys in the end. I have somebody in mind. No, I'm just trying, no, to-, I'm yeah, just trying I- to figure out if they all cut an album because back then you cut an album. Yeah, Whether why? you could sing or not, why? didn't matter. If you were if the show was popular, you were cutting out.
0: But 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 now it's it's is it still books? It's still books, right? You're like, Oh, you got a you got a fan base, you could do a thing, you should do a book, it'll be entertaining. Maybe back then they're like, eh, album seems easier <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you just right? co- especially cover, if you read the song, you like Shatner. You
1: <laughs> just cover Beatles songs, yeah, that's and right. Someone else does all the arranging and mixing and all that. That's a that's light lifting, as I'm we that, call it. I'm
2: seeing, yeah, Admiral Kirk, Spock, Uhura, uh, and and Leonard McCoy all sang. They I mean, all sang. Sulu all and sang. Scotty
1: did not sing. They didn't sing. But I mean, they had albums. Well, if you look at their singing, wiki, like, well, just, but here's the thing. Being able to sing and doing an album back then were not the same thing
0: no because they were also stage actors right right and, and like you would you would sing for that, but you're right being an album, and then here's the thing is if you want if you're going to be that guy you're going to be that actor and do the album and you want it to be successful Christmas album right you do a holiday album, you do a Christmas album
1: right it's going to sell right <laughs> all right, so you can try to figure out how many of them. Had dropped out, an like an album. actual album. Yeah, not, not who could sing, but who dropped an album. All right, let me tell you about GEICO. Do you own, do you rent your home? Well, you do one or the other, and then there's bundling. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowners' or renters' insurance along with your automotive policy. And uh, speaking of automotive, i got a road trip story for you. We're talking about uh, Vegas. Yeah. I think I've driven to Vegas as many times as I've flown to Vegas. <laughs> I drove there famously in the back of a Datsun standard bed pickup truck. 19, yeah. 1984. Ooh. I don't know when Icon got hold of it, but <laughs> I, I can tell you it left the Nissan factory in 84. Right. And yeah. uh, what time of year
0: do you do that? Because well, it's – it's deadly. I went out for in like June for Barry Jackson, and we stopped at the big thermometer. And it said 117 degrees. It out. was
1: it was the worst calculation of my <laughs> life because it was a standard bed, standard cab. Dot. It was black. Mm-hmm. I ended up buying the car. It yeah. was my buddy Chris owned it at the time. Later on, he sold it to me. It was the one I put the fuel cutoff switch in. Yeah, right? the, And we were going to leave at like eight at night to beat the heat. The, yeah. the thing didn't have air conditioning or anything. And it's and, uh, back when cars would overheat, too. Like, yeah, you couldn't sure. just take take that thing through Death Valley <laughs> at noon. It, it would overheat. Yeah. It was the middle of the summer. And uh, Chris picked me up. I got inside. No headrest or anything, just a bench seat. But at least I was in the truck. And then we went to go pick up Ray. And Ray just came down from his apartment. And he saw me sitting in the passenger seat. And he went, uh, get out. And I was like, no. And he's like, get out, ride in the bed of the truck. It didn't even have the split window that <laughs> yeah, for yeah. campers. Like, yeah, once you're yeah, in the back. Hand me a drink. Hand me, at least hand me something. No earbuds. Beef no Gatorade <laughs> yeah, No right? nothing. Yeah, no uh,
0: AirPods back there with the noise cancellation.
1: No. So he's like, uh, get out. And, and I'm like, uh, no, I'm riding in here. And then um, he said, no, just get in the back. Get in the bed. And, you know, Ray would probably uh, – pretty soon we, you would start fighting. Yeah, you know? right. So I – but I, I being myself, I just said, hey, Ray, one of us is going to ride in the front cab on the way there, and then one of us is going to ride in the front cab on the way back. There's just no way mm-hmm. I'm going to ride in the back there and back. Or, or you. We're, we'll trade off. So I'll leave it up to you. And he was like, okay, get out of the car. And I was like, fine, because we're driving out at night. Yeah. We're gonna come home at like noon on Sunday and I know it's gonna be broiling yeah. back there. And uh and he's gonna be getting punished by the sun. So I'm like, fine. I got out, got in the bed of the truck, and just sat in the bed of a pickup truck and drove to Las Vegas. Yeah. And uh and no camper shell, no no nothing. And um Just you and nature. We got there <laughs> and uh at some point. Ray ran into some guy named Saul who he knew, who's like a little bit of a high roller, yeah. and Saul bought him a, a, a ticket on a flight. <laughs> <laughs> so Ray ended up flying home, and then I was in the front on the way home, but I am yeah. still pissed. Yeah, I would have Because been, I, yeah. I got out of the car and, uh, and went in the back. You end. got outmaneuvered. <laughs> now, that was before Geico, but now I guarantee if that truck is on the road, it is insured fully by Geico you can go to Geico.com get a quote and see just how easy it is to save when you go to Geico.com all right Max Barrett how many how many cast members from the original Star Trek dropped an elm we know Shatner did
2: Shatner did Nimoy did
1: and we know Nimoy did Michelle
2: Nichols did uh, DeForest Kelly, although he's credited as a great singer, he didn't actually drop an album. Interesting. And neither did Sulu or Scotty.
1: Yeah. So just So wait, we got three albums out of that cast? Yeah, three out of six. That's impressive. That's not bad. I would have <laughs> thought maybe four. Yeah. It's also interesting that, you know, DeForest had some chops, but he also had dignity. You know what I mean? Like, I can sing, but just because I can sing doesn't mean I'm going He was going probably back. like,
0: let's see these other three, see how they do on their albums. Right. <laughs> Maybe I'll just sing backup on
1: uh, Don Johnson's album.
2: <laughs> yeah, DeFore, DeForest Kelly often sings solo in morning church services.
1: So. Wow. Yeah, okay. But never dropped down. And the, the, the third one that did, was that the black chick? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. All right. Uh, Brea Improv, October 30th, two shows over there. And uh, Rob Riggle's going to join me for one of them. You can just go to com for all the live shows Baltimore, Philadelphia, Portland, all all coming up. And uh, you can check out our chassis stuff, C H A S S Y, on our Pluto TV channel, 687. What do you got, man? Yeah,
0: just give me a follow on social media at Moderator.
1: You can chat there. And until next time, it's Adam Corolla for Matt, the motor raider. saying keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram
0: at CarCastShow. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit carcastshow.com.
1: Hey, Geico, do you own? Do you rent? Well, you do one or the other, right? You know, it's hard work out there, owning renting you want to save some money how about your bundle bundle your policies at geico geico makes it easy to bundle the homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy it's a good thing too because you got so much to do already go to geico.com get a quote see just how much you could save at geico that is geico.com today that's geico.com